1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance and the USA Wealth Group alongside Phil Paleologos. Get your finances in order. Money Wise starts now. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. What a pleasure it is to be both in your company and the company of Ray Lance of USA Wealth Group, who every Sunday at this time brings us very valuable information about how we can protect our family, our assets, and anything else you well wish, Mr. Ray Lance. Yes, like your wardrobe, Phil. Like my wardrobe. <laughs> yes. Well, good Sunday morning. Good, good Sunday, Sunday morning. morning to you, Phil. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Wise, uh, brought to you every week by USA Wealth Group. And we're always pleased to be in your select company every Sunday morning. That's right. So today we're going to be talking about something called crucial conversations, important conversations with your family. But I do want to remind everybody that we are your retirement and financial guide. We do appreciate your listening every Sunday morning. And do remember that our main mission is real simple, how to protect your family and how to protect your money. There's nothing more important than family, and money is secondary, obviously. Now, I'd like to begin this morning by greeting attorney Michael Coleman. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Mike, thank you for joining us. And Mike is an attorney at Lancelot, Inc. on Fonts Corner Road. Right. And I know you, you're not allowed to say that you're a specialist, but what do you focus on? What do you concentrate on, Mike? Well, we do estate planning. So we do wills and trusts, um, all sorts of powers of attorney, um, important documents for people both while they're living and after they've passed away. Uh, we also do probate work. Um, if someone's passed away and they have assets that they need to have probated, we can do that. We do some real estate uh, work, so buying and selling of properties, trust administration. So we do a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And what you really do when you think about it is you help people protect their families, don't you? Absolutely. I mean, that's the yeah. essence of it. Exactly. And that's what we try to do at USA Wealth Group as well. We want to make sure that anything we can do to protect your assets is going to help protect your family. Anything we can do to make sure that you're safe and conservative in how you handle your retirement, uh, that's critical for your family. One thing that we don't want to do as adults, as seniors or members of the senior community, Phil, mm-hmm. is right. we don't want to run out of money in retirement and be a burden no. to our family. No, we don't. That's right. And this all starts with a conversation. So it's it does good start that with a conversation. We're having that today. We always say that when we do seminars, it always starts with just talking about it and learning a little bit. So hopefully we can do that today and maybe get some people out there started on making a plan. Mm-hmm. So our topic today is the conversations you need to have this holiday season with your family. And there are many, many areas. You know, families are a funny thing, aren't they? People tend to take each other for granted after a while. We don't typically sit down and uh, talk about our assets, our problems, our physical issues, and so forth. But it really is important. Mike, have you ever sat down with your parents and started a conversation like, you know, I really would like to find out what you have for financial assets because um, I might inherit property from you someday, and I want to make sure that you're protecting my inheritance. Well, it is a sensitive subject. It is um, definitely. <laughs> uh, you have to understand where your parents are coming from, their mindset, obviously. 
Uh, a lot of times they want to keep things private. Um, so it can be tough to talk about those things, especially if someone doesn't want to think about their own mortality and their own passing away. So it is it is a tough thing to talk about. But, you know, working at Lance Law and dealing with this day in and day out, you see how important it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe, as you said, this time of year is a good time to start talking about things. This is the time of year when we really celebrate family. We have family events. We celebrate uh, Hanukkah and Christmas and all kinds of important holidays, Kwanzaa, and we've just finished with the Thanksgiving season. And we all have a lot to be thankful for, but boy, it's really so important to have a conversation. And on the senior side of things, I wonder if you have ever sat down and had a conversation with your children, for example, and said, you know, I'm really concerned about protecting my assets. I would like to have you inherit as much as you can from me. Mm-hmm. What do you think we can do to protect our assets and protect the family? That's that's really the most important conversation. Uh, the actor Orlando Bloom once wrote, my first priority is trying to protect my family. And it really is the same thing for all of us, isn't it? And he's a young guy. So he is a young a, guy. That's a good, yep. good perspective for him to have at his age. Yeah. Have you heard of Mark Wahlberg? No. He's an actor from Boston. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Wahlburgers is yes, a restaurant, I, yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I actually <laughs> ate in Wahlburgers not long ago. It was fairly good food. Yeah. And there's all kinds of quotations on the ceiling. This is up in the Somerville area yeah, I stopped in. Yeah, south of Boston. Yep. Yeah. And I sort of fought, fell into it by happenstance. We are just driving around looking for a place to have lunch, and they said, I wonder what this place is, and they didn't <laughs> realize the significance of the name. And his brother but, Donnie was a new kid on the block, wasn't he? Donnie yes. Wahlberg? Yep. There you go. A very well-known family in Boston, but Mark Wahlberg wrote, For me, family always comes first. I would do anything to protect them. And that's how most people feel. You know, you want to make sure that if you have children, your, your children are going to be educated, provided for, have jobs, mm-hmm. and can take care of themselves, don't have issues, don't have, prob- don't have problems. The other side of that coin is that sometimes people uh, have issues with their families, and it makes it even more important to plan. Uh, if you have someone with special needs or you have someone that you don't necessarily want to inherit, you definitely need to do some planning on that. Sure. Side Let me give you a story. Let me give you a good, good example. This goes back about 10 or 12 years with me. I had a client who lived in Mattapoisett, and on a beautiful, clear, sunny day, no weather conditions, he sideswiped three cars while he was driving. And and he was, you know, very advanced in age. Mm -hmm. Clearly, he shouldn't be driving any longer. Right. So how do you tell somebody in that situation that maybe it's time to give up driving? Let me tell you how we handle the situation, because it's a very awkward discussion. These kinds of conversations can be really tough. Gee, Dad, maybe you shouldn't be driving anymore. Maybe you're going to hurt somebody. Right. Sometimes they will accept that, and sometimes they won't. What we did is we went to the local police chief and said, we have a tough situation here, and we think that this gentleman should no longer be driving, and can you find a way to take away his license? And they did. They visited his house and told him he had to turn in his license. I'm not sure if they really had authority to do it, but they did it, and yeah. it was important. Yeah, because especially... Because he, he could have injured somebody or killed somebody. Definitely. After something like that happens, yeah. certainly something needs to be done. Well, there are many circumstances that we face, and what we'd like to encourage people to think about during this holiday time is, you know, this is a time when family gets back together and does family events and so forth, 
And maybe it's time to think about talking to parents or talking to children about issues and concerns. And how do we initiate some of those conversations? Well, one easy way is if somebody in the family has died recently or a family friend or a colleague. Right. Unfortunately, a lot of times that's what happens. Uh, it's not until someone passes away that, that kids or relatives go through something tough, like a probate situation, or they have to figure out how to handle assets or sell a piece of property, that they realize how important it is to plan in advance. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, that's when they come to us sometimes and say, well, what can we do down the line to avoid that same sort of situation? Right. So that can be an opener for a conversation. But how do we start a conversation is really an important subject. And I think we all have this concern. We've all experienced this. Um, sometimes it's a health issue. Sometimes somebody we know or a family friend has died and we see an obituary. That might be a time to say, you know what, look at how young this person was that we knew who passed away unexpectedly. And we've all experienced this all the time. Maybe that's the time to say, well, what do we need to do to make sure that we don't have issues if something should happen to you? Mm -hmm. And you can use those kinds of terms. You don't have to say, Gee, Dad, what happens if you die? Are you prepared? Um, that's a little harsh. So maybe we say, well, you know, Dad, we're not all going to be here uh, forever. What happens if you should pass away? Something happens to you. Do we need to do anything to make sure that your affairs are in order? It makes it so much easier for the children or for your spouse, uh, your wife. Um, what can we do to make sure this is taken care of? And so, um, for example, Mike, if somebody wanted to meet with you in your office, um, do you have free initial consultations to talk about these subjects? We do. The initial cons consultations are free. Uh, so if you wanted to meet with us, you could, you know, if you want to learn a little bit more about what we do, visit our website. It's lancelawinc.com. You could also call the office. It's 508-998-8800. We'd be happy to meet with you. As I mentioned, the initial consultations are free, so we sit down for an hour, hour and a half, or whatever it might take to go over your situation and figure out what the best plan may be. And then it's up to the client to decide whether or not they want to go through with it. I wonder if we have any medical doctors in the community who might listen to the show occasionally, and they must see a lot of situations when they recognize somebody has a serious illness, mm -hmm. and they must have to have difficult conversations sometimes, yeah, I absolutely. Think. Yeah. I think it's a little different for doctors and lawyers, though. When someone goes to a doctor's office and they're told they have to do something, generally they listen. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> probably more true than listening to a family uh, member, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if your doctor says to you, well, I've got some good news for you and some bad news for you, and the good news is that it's time to get your will done. Yeah. <laughs> you, you better focus and pay attention. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have many situations around us. Uh, I read the obituaries every day. Do you read the obituaries, Phil? Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, you're curious. Yeah. Um, was it Mark Twain that once said, the news of my death is greatly exaggerated? Right. <laughs> and then somebody else also said once, I can't remember who it was, that, Every day he looks in the paper to see if his obituary is there, and if it's not, he knows that it's going to be a good day. It's a good day. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you need to have conversations. So some kinds of events that happen, whether it's you know a, a calamity that happens or a next-door neighbor that dies or 
we had a, uh, a fire recently in our community um, in the town of Dartmouth that burned out a house for somebody. Happens to be somebody that I know, a medical doctor, whose house burned badly yesterday. Um, when events happen, that's when you start to think, I wonder if I have enough house insurance. Right. Uh, I wonder if I should have life insurance. And uh, you, need to th- you need to have conversations is the problem. And it's also not just terrible life events. It's also good, good events, too. If uh, you have a, a child, a newborn child, yep. you want to make sure you have a will naming a conservator or a guardian. We have clients who are in their early 30s who just recently had a, a baby. So they've contacted us. They have fairly significant assets. They want to set up an estate plan. Mm-hmm. So they you know, had a good life event, and now they want to make sure that they've planned for that as well. You know, that's a really good point, Mike. Um, we tell people all the time on the financial business that if you've got family to protect, then you really need to do something. You mm-hmm. really need to think about life insurance, which can be very affordable, by the way. It doesn't have to be expensive. You can do life insurance for... A 20-year term if you have a brand new baby, so it's designed that if something happens to you during the upbringing of this child, there's going to be money to take care of them going to school if they decide to go to college, for example. Um, You know, this is a time of year we need to be thinking not only about our families, but we also need to be thinking about others in our community. Um, As you may know from listening to this show over the years, um, both my son Peter and I uh, served in the Marine Corps. And one of the things the local Marine Corps League does every year, it used to be the Marine Corps Reserves, but now it's the Marine Corps League that's taken it over, is something called Toys for Tots. Mm-hmm. And there are still so many kids in our community who just don't have anything for Christmas. And it's a wonderful program. If you want to do something that makes you feel good and it's really going to help somebody, buy an inexpensive toy or an expensive toy, whatever you feel like doing, Um, You can do it online, Um, and I'll tell you about that in just a moment. Buy a new unwrapped toy. Bring it to our office at 352 Fonts Corner Road. We are a collection point for Toys for Tots. So is the state police barracks down the street on Fonts Corner Road. You can drop off toys there as well. And not only does it make you feel good because you're doing something to help children, but it's going to really make a difference in somebody's life, in some kid's life, that he's going to get something for Christmas that he wouldn't otherwise. So take the time when you're shopping. If you are fortunate enough to have resources to buy toys for your own children, buy an extra toy mm-hmm. and go with your kids and teach them the importance of giving and tell them, you know, this is the toy we're going to give to Toys for Tots because it's going to go to somebody who might not otherwise have a toy for Christmas. Mm. So think about doing that. The other important thing, Phil, that we need to think about this time of year is the Neediest Families Fund. Terrific. That's one of the longest-standing charities and fundraising events we have uh, in our greater New Bedford community. Yeah, I support them all the time. Absolutely. And uh, you might know some of the ways better than I do about how you can donate. You can donate money to the Standard Times. You Mm -hmm. can... Write a check, just make it payable to Neediest Families Fund, mm-hmm. and mail it into the Standard Times. It's going right. to get where it needs to go. That's right. It's not just kids that have needs. There's stories now in the local newspaper, the Standard Times, every day, talking about families that have had illness problems, they've lost their jobs, they can't afford to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of people in need. 
this is the time of year we need to be thinking about helping others, especially. Mm. So we encourage you to do that. Um, you are listening to Money Wise, brought to you every week by USA Wealth Group. And we are located at 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. Um, we're happy to answer your questions. I always like to tell people that we have a number of free reports we're happy to give you. We have information on Social Security, really a complete guide to Social Security. It's called Baby Boomer's Guide to Social Security. We have information on key financial indicators. We have information on college funding. We're going to be talking a lot more in detail in the next few weeks about uh, college funding. And um, if you would like one of our free reports or one of our free budget forms, give us a call, 508-998-8858. Visit us. Just stop in at 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. Um, we're just north of the mall. We're north of 195 on the left-hand side. Or visit our website, uh, usawealthgroup.com. We're happy to help. We're here to help. And as Mike does not charge for a free consultation, we do not either. So, Mike, tell us about crucial conversations. Um, so I'm going to relate it back to you. We didn't prepare for this. But okay. <laughs> Have you ever sat down and if if this is too sensitive, you don't have to answer the question yeah, or you can okay. you can just BS about it. All but right. <laughs> have you ever sat down and talked about, you know, future plans with your family and your financial situation or their financial situation or you know, getting their estate plan in order? Have you ever had occasion to have those kinds of conversations? I have. I definitely have. And as I mentioned before, doing what I do, I know a lot more uh, about it than they do. So, um, you know, sometimes it's hard to communicate to people how important it is to do certain things. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the problems that we face a lot of times is that people have ideas in their mind about trusts or about annuities, if that may be the case, or any other sort of documents that sometimes we tell people to execute. They hear stories from their neighbors or True. stories from other people about these things, and they have preconceived notions about, you know, what is good or bad about these things. And we try and, you know, dispel that a little bit. And the same thing happens with my family. So, you know, it's Yeah, I can, I can guarantee that half the people listening today have ideas about IRA accounts, what they can do and what they can't do, right. um, whether they should have a will, and a lot of the times they just listen to what their neighbors are telling them. Right, exactly. So it, it doesn't make any sense to do that when you can get professional advice and you can sit down and have a free consultation and ask all the questions you want to ask. Right. I find it funny sometimes when people come in and they have ideas in their head about what should or shouldn't be done and then you tell them something different and as an attorney they look at you sideways a little bit even though this is your yep. profession just because they heard their neighbor like you said say something different yep or their parent or their family yeah, member and, exactly. and so forth you know robert frost once said home is the place where when you have to go there they have to take you in <laughs> robert frost has always been one of my favorites would you like me to recite a poem for you? I would love that. No, I, I won't actually oh, do that. Oh, please. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both and be one traveler. Long I stood and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth. Then took the other as just as fair, though as for that the passing there had warned them both about the same. 
and both that morning equally lay in leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day, yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh some ages and ages hence. I took the road less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. How beautiful! Robert Frost. The Road Not Taken. Hmm. Oh, The Road Not Taken. So the road not taken is the one that you you take when you sit at home and do nothing. Yeah. The road you need to take is to get out and do some planning. Right. Isn't that fabulous? <laughs> what a great memory and recitation. I think I messed up one little place, but nobody will know the difference. See no. <laughs> if Lewis, uh, the the road less traveled, right? Yes. So wow, this is this is a. Nice uh, addition to the morning show here. One of my favorite poems. Yeah. Can we have a poetry corner perhaps from time to time? Yeah, Jabberwocky is one of my favorites too from Alice in Wonderland. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I didn't know the side of you. Yes, I'll just give you the first verse. Twas brillig in the slithy toves did gyre and gimble in the waves. All mimsy were the borough groves and the momraths outgrabe. It's Say a nonsense that again. poem. <laughs> It's a nonsense poem, <laughs> and it sounds impressive when you read it, but it doesn't yeah. say anything. They're all nonsense words. <laughs> you know, it, it really is interesting. It really is. What, what attracted you to poetry? Obviously, well, I, you love it. I majored in English literature in college. Oh, so that explains. I made a lot of it. You appreciate. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That sounded like old English to me. I wouldn't have known that. No, no, it's just pure nonsense, because <laughs> Jabberwocky came from Alice in Wonderland, which was a... A fantastic story, you know, right? Story of fantasy. Yeah. So, that's the education lesson for today. <laughs> <laughs> Desmond Tutu from South Africa said, "You don't choose your family; they are God's gift to you, as you are to them." Aha! Uh-huh. That was a significant statement. And one more quote on family, because I'm going to talk about procrastination as well. Yeah. Michael J. Fox, the actor, said. Family is not an important thing. It is everything. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot. Some good quotes from some good yeah. people. Yeah. But we are talking today about the conversation you need to have this holiday season with your family. Let's talk about some more difficult conversations. How do you have a conversation when there's a serious medical issue mm. going on in the family? Right. And you need to do things to protect yourself and your family if you have those kinds of issues too, don't you? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like, what are some of the kinds of documents you might need if you're concerned about medical problems? Well, you could have, uh, if the person, the principal is concerned about medical issues, they have something that they're concerned about. You might want to do a health care power of attorney, certainly. Everybody um, should have one. Yeah, exactly. Mm. This is a document that would name an agent to make decisions on your behalf. So if you end up in the hospital and you can't speak to your doctors or the nurses or anyone else, the agent that you've named can do that for you. Mm-hmm. Let's so. mention for a minute how serious that is. If you have not done a health care proxy and you say, well, the hospital gives those out anyways, don't you? What if you arrive at the hospital and you're unconscious right, exactly. and you cannot sign a health care proxy? Mm-hmm. And that's the first question they ask when you check into a hospital. Sure. hospital Does this person have a health care proxy? Mm-hmm. It's a fairly simple document to do. And if they don't have one, um, then the hospital is prohibited by law from giving medical information to almost any family member, any relative. People right, don't realize right, that, right. I suspect. And in the worst-case scenario, someone would have to go to court and be appointed a guardian and oh, yeah. possibly a conservator yeah. to yeah. make decisions for that person who's mm-hmm. in the hospital. 
So it, and I, I know Tenney has faced that uh, a number of times before when somebody didn't plan ahead of time to prepare documents. So yeah. Yeah. one of the things you need to ask your parents if you're getting together with parents, for example, is have you done any kind of planning? Have you done health care sure. proxies? Have you done a health care directive? Under what circumstances would you want to be revived or not be revived? Mm -hmm. And how recently have you reviewed them? If you have done them and you did them 10 or 15 years ago, you want to take yeah. those out and look at Absolutely. them again just to make sure that whoever you named in that document is still the one you want to have right. <clears throat> acting I had a health care proxy for my mom, and at the end of her life she had a, a stroke. She also had dementia. Uh, they said she was not going to regain consciousness again. But because I had her health care proxy, I could listen to the doctor's recommendations and actually make decisions. Mm -hmm. and Very good. End-of-life decisions. So yeah. these are important conversations you need to have with your, yeah. with your parents, with your children. Uh, if you're talking to children, you can say, by the way, I have done estate planning or we have done estate planning. Here's where our documents are. If anything ever happens... Take a look at this red estate planning portfolio right. on the right. shelf, right. and you know where things are kept. You know, before we take the break, I misspoke. Uh, I said C.F. Lewis wrote uh, Road Less Traveled. It was M.Peck Scott, right? Um, it was Robert Frost, wasn't it? No, no, no. Uh, the, the book, the book itself. The book. Oh, the road, uh, road Less Traveled. Oh, so it wasn't right. Lewis, it was Scott. Right. So there we go. We now can take a break. Well, we will take clear a short conscious. break. We're going to come back and talk more. <laughs> We're going to talk more about. Um, Poetry? Crucial conversations. No, no more poetry for today. The conversations you need to have this holiday season with your family. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Money Wise. Thank you for joining us every Sunday morning. Uh, we are USA Wealth Group. We're located at 352 Fonts Corner Road. And our mission is very simple. We want to show you how to protect your family and how to protect your family and how to protect your family's money. <laughs> Get those words out. You can visit us on our website at usawealthgroup.com. And our special guest who is good enough to join us this morning is attorney Michael Coleman. And welcome back, Mike. Morning. Good to be here. Thank you. And um, let's talk some more about crucial conversations. There's a very famous uh, columnist for the Boston Globe, Ellen Goodman. And... She's done something very interesting, I think. She's created something called the Conversation Project. And it's a nonprofit organization, and it's designed to show people how to have end-of-life discussions and what to do, what people should be doing. And um, we've got some good information on that. If you have a family member, for example, who is in hospice or has serious medical issues and is declining medically and they have problems, one of the things you could consider doing is getting this information from Ellen Goodman's website on the conversation project. It's purely dedicated to the whole topic of how to have end-of-life conversations. It's a tough subject, it's a tough conversation, um, but also very necessary. So there's lots of reasons that people don't talk about some of these important decisions. Uh, number one, sometimes they can be tough topics. If you've had a medical diagnosis where um, you're concerned about your own health, if you're undergoing treatment for cancer or something else of that nature, you need to have conversations with your family. It's helpful to them, 
and it's obviously helpful to you. But um, Mike, besides having a healthcare proxy, um, I know sometimes people ask for advanced healthcare directives, and these are documents that explain in detail circumstances under which you would want to be resuscitated or revived and circumstances under which you would not want to be right. revived or resuscitated. They're not used as, com as commonly in Massachusetts as they are in some other states, mm -hmm. but people can still make some decisions about that if they choose to. Well, here in Massachusetts, uh, one of the documents that we normally prepare is what's called the living will. And this isn't a document that gets into specifics about what you want to have happen in certain circumstances, but it just basically says, or it, it reflects your intention that if you are in really tough shape, that you don't want heroic measures to be taken. Mm -hmm. And this isn't a legal document in Massachusetts, but it is something that could let your agents under your health care power of attorney know what you want to have happen in that situation. There's also something called a MOLST form. M-O-L-S-T? Um, yeah. And that's actually a form that I think needs to be filled out with a doctor or an RN. But this is a document that goes through different situations like intubation or any of those, uh, whether or not you want a ventilator or anything like that. And that is much more specific as to what you want to have happen at the end of life. Okay, I, I also know that you do something in your office that's called My Legacy. We do, yeah. And we, we include this with all of our estate plans, and really it's sort of like a little um, diary almost. It asks different questions about your life, your hobbies, uh, the names of your relatives, uh, what sports you like to play, you know, some of the things about you that your relatives or your grandchildren or whatever may not know about you. So I know... For me, uh, one of my grandfathers died when I was very young, so if he had had something like this, I could have learned a lot more about him than I know now. Mm -hmm. I was mm -hmm. only three or four years old when he died, so I really didn't get a chance to know him, so right. it would have been nice to know more. Well, not only that, I wonder how many people listening today have had a family member die, and then they're all scrambling around at the last minute to pull together photographs for the funeral home mm -hmm. and information and, gee, I wonder what this person would have wanted to have for a service. So you can spell all that out ahead of time, can't oh, you? Oh, yeah, definitely. We also include documents in our estate planning uh, books for funeral planning, mm. uh, burial arrangements. So if you've done any of that in advance and you want to make sure that your wishes are carried out, it's good right. to have that written somewhere. So I just saw a whole pile of my photos at home that Celeste put aside. Is that... <laughs> You think this is no? <laughs> be careful! Well, what, be careful what you eat. <laughs> Whole pile of them. <laughs> I think I would start eating out at night, Phil. <laughs> oh dear! That's a great idea, though. That yeah. kind Celeste, of like a diary, huh? Yeah, I yeah. love that exactly. idea, Mike. Yeah. Celeste, mm. if you're listening this morning, this is just a joke. <laughs> <laughs> But this My Legacy document that you just talked about, Mike, I'm impressed. It's a 22-page document, mm. and it doesn't have to be a chore, but why shouldn't a parent sit down at some point with their children and say, you know, not only is this where I keep my will and my trust and my legal documents if anything ever happens to me, um, but it also has all the instructions and my wishes about what it'd like to happen when I die. Right, mm -hmm. yeah. 
I bring up the subject sometimes with Peter. We can talk about Peter because he's not here this morning. Um, and he says, oh, I don't want to talk about that. No, I don't want to talk about that. He doesn't want me to talk about my demise and what happens when I'm gone. I know. I mean, it's kids sensitive. Don't like to, it's tough. But you have to have these conversations. Right. So um, I know when you do estate planning, you also have things that make it easier for families to yeah. find things, right? Yeah, we have different documents. Uh, one of those is called location lists. So a lot of times people have different places where they keep important documents. So if you have a place where you keep your estate planning documents, you want to make sure that people know where those are. Um, sometimes people have safe deposit boxes, and you want to make sure that someone other than you has access to the mm -hmm. safe deposit box. If you have other important papers like tax returns or bank records, obviously you want to make sure that people have access to those should something happen to you. So we provide a form that allows you to fill that out and make sure that everyone knows where that property is. We also do something called a uh, trust funding sort of uh, uh, page. So if you've done a living trust, one of the things you have to do with a trust is put assets into the trust. Okay. So over time, it would help heirs to know what assets are in the trust. Mm -hmm. So you can fill out this page and mark bank account or real property that's been put into the trust so that later on someone, again, will have access to that information. So we're talking with attorney Michael Coleman, and we're talking about um, conversations you need to have with your family, not just about your assets, but about your health and where you keep things. And what does the family do, or what kind of a conversation should you have about family members, let's say it's children, um, do they have any advice or instructions that you provide? Yeah, we, we provide general instructions. Sometimes people do trusts or they do wills and they don't have conversations with their children about what the, or their personal representatives about what their responsibilities might be down the line. Uh, one of the things we always tell our clients is that they can come talk to us, obviously, or their children mm -hmm. can contact us if something happens, and we can help them through that process. But we do include documents to explain the roles of a trustee or a successor trustee or a personal representative. So, so in other words, the children or the successors would know what some of their duties might be. Right, exactly. By the way, how can somebody reach you if they want to have a free consultation? Well, they can call us. It's 508-998-8800. You can look us up online. It's lancelawinc.com. Do you ever have people who want to spell out exactly what they would like on their tombstone? I haven't yet, but mm. I'm sure that's you know something. I saw one that said, "I told you I was sick." <laughs> I actually have a photocopy of that one. I do you? Yeah, I, I I looked up some interesting tombstones. One of them says, "This is a guy named Bill Kugel, uh, died in 1992." He never voted for the Republicans and had little to do with them. <laughs> That's somebody who was a diehard, no pun intended, Democrat, I guess. And then his one uh, died from not forwarding that text message to 10 people. <laughs> and you mentioned the one, I told you I was sick. Here's oh, a picture yeah, of it. Merv Griffin. <laughs> yeah, Merv Griffin said... I will not be right back after this message. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so I, I think it would be interesting if you're going to have a tombstone. Why not have something interesting on your tombstone? Yeah, yeah, I agree. So you could do that, right? Right. Like rain. what? Well, I don't know. I have to think about that one a little bit. I've got a funny picture here of a kid standing in front of the tombstone, 
and he's crying his eyes out, and the tombstone simply says, Santa Claus. <laughs> so there's some, uh, there's some cute things, but I, I think everybody should have a right to personalize oh, definitely. their tombstone yeah. if they want to. Or they must have musical tombstones by now, you know, press the button, it'll play a song. If you stand on the grave, <laughs> that's play it. a song. Oh, my. That would be a good one. You could have a device under the ground. If yeah. somebody walks in your grave, it would say something. Dun, dun, dun. Watch where you're walking. <laughs> what, what song would you pick, Ray? Any? Oh, the Marine Corps hymn, of course. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I have to mention something about uh, Peter this morning. Peter's not uh, here for today, but um, Peter has just officially rejoined USA Wealth Group and is working full-time with us. Congratulations. And I want to mention him for a couple of reasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's great news, by the way. Because, um, <clears throat> excuse me, when he left his former company, which was his decision to do, uh, they are required to notify all of his clients and customers that he has left the company. And if they had questions, they could contact the company directly. And he specifically is not allowed to contact them directly for a one-year period. So please, if you had dealings with Peter Lance, don't think that he has abandoned you. He has not. He is simply prohibited by contractual agreement from reaching out to you at mm-hmm. this point in time. But it doesn't mean the clients can't contact Peter, does it? No, it does not. They oh, can, well. They can call Peter at 508-998-8858. There you go. Anytime. There you go. You'll be happy to talk yeah, to them. Absolutely. So it's a bizarre set of circumstances, and oh, well. we hope that goes well. Mm-hmm. So we have mentioned this morning, by the way, uh, Toys for Tots and the Neediest Families Fund. And I want to really encourage anybody listening today, do something for one of these two charities in particular. There are lots of interesting fundraisers, and if you're doing something in a different area to help people, you know, God bless you and, and do it. But if you haven't, uh, take some time to donate an unwrapped toy for Toys for Tots. You can drop it off at the State Police Barracks on Fonts Corner Road or at our office at 352 Fonts Corner Road. We'd be happy to receive it. Um, Peter has this interesting thing going. He takes his dog, Willow, who's the office mascot, mm-hmm. puts a set of reindeer antlers on the dog's <laughs> head, and poses her in front of the Toys for Tots box, and we've had some little kids coming in to donate toys, and, mm-hmm. and he gives them a picture. Oh, that's uh, great. So that's kind of fun yeah. to do. But Toys for Tots and certainly the Neediest Families Fund, it's been a, a such an important operation in our community for so many years. Donate something to Neediest Families Fund. Um, if you're going to have a great Christmas or an average Christmas, just remember that there's somebody out there that's not going to have any Christmas at all uh, because of their extreme needs. So do something to help. Uh, it's always wonderful to do. So, Mike, let's come back to um, a couple of quick quotations about uh, families I'd like to give. Lee Iacocca, uh, former chairman of the board of Chrysler, um, said, The only rock I know that stays steady, the only institution I know that works, is the family. Mm. But you have to have communications with your family, within your family. You have Absolutely, to talk about yeah. things. Yeah. And... Um, we, we need to make sure that you're having conversations not only about things like estate planning and finances and are your beneficiaries in order on your IRA accounts and things mm-hmm. like that that are so important. Uh, we've seen people make some terrible mistakes because they haven't gotten advice. 
But I want to come back for a minute to um, Ellen Goodman, uh, Pulitzer Prize winning columnist for the Boston Globe. And she had to be decision maker for her own mom when her mother's health declined. She realized that they had never really talked about what her end of life wishes were. And she said, after all the years I had written about these issues, I was still blindsided by the inevitable. Mm. So even people like her, uh, lawyers, doctors who are yeah. in the medical business, uh, they often don't take the time to let people know what their own wishes are. Everybody needs to do this. So what she did in 2010, the year 2010, Ellen Goodman created something called the Conversation Project. And this is focused strictly on uh, encouraging people around the country to talk about what are their wishes for end-of-life care. Um, there's some great information. We'd be happy to direct you to uh, their starter kits that they use. We can provide copies of this. There's information on how to talk to your doctor, uh, how to talk to your family, how to break the ice. Um, there's something called the Con Your Conversation Starter Kit. When it comes to end-of-life care, talking matters. Um, my own dad ended up in um, hospice care the end of his life. Um, he had cancer. Um, he really lost a lot of weight and wasted away, but at the end he had hospice care. He had made no decisions. Uh, he hadn't told anybody what he wanted. Um, I made all the decisions for him. Mm -hmm. and I've mentioned this a couple of times on the radio. Um, I simply called up the local Marine Corps Reserve Unit and asked if they did anything special, and they took it from there. Mm -hmm. uh, so we had a military Marine Corps funeral. Uh, we had a lot of uh, Marines in dress blues come. They did a rifle salute, flag presentation, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But the, the important message is you really need to have a conversation. Right. A lot of times we have clients come in and meet with us. Maybe it's a husband and wife. And they sometimes ask if it's okay if their children come too. And of course, it, it's good because we want the children to know and to be on board, especially if they're named as a successor trustee or in some fiduciary capacity. We want the kids to know what's going on so that later on there isn't going to be a surprise or they're not going to you know, understand what to do. And I recently had a, had a client come in, and it was an appointment with a, a gentleman. And I walked into the room. It was four of his children and three of the spouses so it was uh, eight people in the room i wasn't Four expecting house. it but it was good because <laughs> everyone was there and yeah. on, on the same on the same level so but what a healthy situation that yeah. was to have the whole family there and yeah. discuss sure. you know what's happening what right. a great situation yeah. i've always done the same thing i've always encouraged people you know this doesn't have to be about just you and making the decisions if you're more comfortable having your son there or having family members by all means bring them in right we we encourage that all the time mm -hmm. and sometimes it makes it not to be selfish but it makes it easier for us because then the children know what's happening and they're less confused about what's right. happening so mm -hmm. it makes it easier for us to communicate with them the last thing what we want is for a kid to be left out or to be in the dark about what his parents or her parents did for an estate plan and maybe not inherit what they should have inherited, or who knows what could happen down the line. We've mm -hmm. seen that happen, too. Or have children come in after the fact, very suspicious and hostile, thinking that some lawyer has persuaded Dad to do right. something that he didn't want to do. Right, exactly. So I think it's a very healthy thing to have family present when you're mm -hmm. making any of those kinds of decisions. But people tend to put stuff off in general anyway, and they shouldn't. 
we don't know what something's going to happen to us, um, and we're not going to live together, any of us, live forever, I should say. Um, procrastination is the bad habit of putting off until the day after tomorrow what should have been done the day before yesterday, Napoleon Hill. Hmm. Everybody procrastinates for something or other, don't they? Oh, yeah, definitely, especially when it comes to this stuff, death and nursing homes, they don't want to think about it, but as you said, it's really important to, to plan. Well, nothing's more uh, serious in, in life or predictable in life than death and taxes. Right, exactly. Right? Inevitable. Certainty. <laughs> but... Um, you know, none of us are going to live together. There's a big news story just the last couple of days about a woman who celebrated her 117th yeah. birthday, the oldest known living person in wow. the United States. Wow. On Earth. On Earth. Yeah. yeah. Is she a, an American citizen? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So she must have seen the Cubs win the World Series. What, it was a background. Probably. <laughs> she was probably there when they were created. <laughs> but, um, you know... None of us likes to face the fact that we are mortal and we're not going to live together and live forever. Uh, we could live together but not live forever, <laughs> I suppose. But um, so you need to you need to do some planning, and you know you've had some good comments about this this morning. Having this crucial conversation is a very important thing for everybody mm -hmm. to do. Um, Do you ever hear of Mary Todd Lincoln? Yes. She once said. My evil genius procrastination has whispered me to tarry till a more convenient season. Hmm. So even, even way back then, people were thinking about procrastination. Yeah. Wow. Well, anyway. Um, it's M. Scott Peck, by the way. It, finally, it finally came to me. We're Good. going to hold you to that. Do you know, as older <laughs> I get, the more I seem to be forgetting things or... <laughs> Juggling them around. It's just because you have more information in your head. That's that's it. <laughs> Thank that's you, it. Michael. That's all that it is. Are you oh married? My God. <laughs> well, yes. then, of course. Yes, of course. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> we have too many things to think about. Well, I, I will say that um, having conversations with your family, not only about your finances, about your wishes, maybe even about your expectations, is mm -hmm. such an important thing. Uh, take yes. the time to do that. Mike, I know you've got a lot of a checklist that you are able to offer people to of how to handle things, and you've got something called actions upon death or incapacity. Right. And this is more for the successor trustee or the personal representative. Um, obviously, first thing anyone wants to do is grieve and take care of themselves and mm -hmm. take time to remember and do what they need to do. Um, but in terms of planning, you should contact an attorney and make sure that uh, you have everything straight as far as taxes are concerned or if there is a probate situation to get bills paid. There are probably going to be creditors out there. So you want to make sure that you wrap things up because they can come back uh, later on. So I wonder how many people have actually outlined or written down what their thoughts and plans are for their own memorial service or their own mm -hmm. funeral service very few i would think mm. Mm. but that would be an interesting thing to do i mean what if you wanted to have a party if you wanted to have a, a band play or, or something i mean people are doing more entertaining creative things these days i'd love right. i'd love that I, I would invite the grateful dead right <laughs> they went right over his head right over his head jerry garcia <laughs> they would be, be grateful there. wouldn't they <laughs> 
Well, he's not around though. No. <laughs> by, by that time, Phil, they would probably be the pickled Grateful Dead. <laughs> they already preserved. are. Yeah, they already are when you see them. <laughs> Dead heads. Oh my gosh. Well, it's too too funny, Ray. I watched a movie recently, uh, Captain Fantastic. Um, about a man and his children. The wife passed away. She was a Buddhist, and her wishes were to be cremated and have her uh, ashes flushed down a toilet. So oh, come on. She was clear in her will that that's really? what she wanted. <laughs> well, I have a lady oh. in this community who um, wants to be cremated and have her ashes brought by her children to Hawaii to the Honolulu Zoo and wants her ashes scattered in front of the monkey cage in the Honolulu Zoo. Oh, wow. oh my goodness. True story. It's written into her documents. <laughs> so you can do unusual things. There's a, a naval uh, man in the Navy. You remember the thresher that went down sure. off the Cape Cod? Submarine, yeah. Well, he was, uh, they finally will take his ashes and put it out to sea. Mm-hmm. The Navy will. Yes. As a way to pay tribute to him. Oh, they have a very distinct protocol. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Take the time to have critical conversations yes. with your family, especially during the holiday season. Do something for Toys for Tots. Do something for the Neediest Families Fund. Not everybody is as lucky as you are in life. Do something to make a brighter holiday season for your family. And uh, we look forward to being with you again next week. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> <laughs>